was fine when this boy disobeyed my orders making me annoyed I was fine cause I knew that destroy the Sith is what he'd one day do I was fine when it seemed he was spending all his time with Palpatine it's too late cause today it appears my boy's been sadly led astray. It's over, Anakin. Welcome to Star Wars Rant Anakin. Podcast. This is episode number 26, where we work all day. Right, Chad? And Brian? No, I, I don't work all day. No? I mean, I work most of the day. Yeah. Okay, well, with me is uh, Chad Viz. You know who I am. Brian Seddon. I'm joined Hi, by Chad Viss. Hi, Brian. Hi, Chad. Brian North. I've been waiting a long time for this moment. I've been a long waiting time. for a my long little, time. My little green friend. Yep. Chad, you didn't say greets. That's like, uh, you know, what's what's going on? He's winging it hey, tonight. I'm, I'm just winging it. It's one of those nights... <laughs> He's ex- I just feel like saying hi to you. He's X-winging yeah. tonight. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know, it's a new year, 2017. Hopefully, you guys had a good uh, holiday season, Christmas, and uh, New Year's. Any any uh, thing happened that you guys want to share? Any good good stories? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing. It's no. No. I uh, no. Just breathe in some air and. Ate some yeah. things. Lots of things. Yeah. Ate lots of things. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It was good. B-Nob? Uneventful. Uneventful. All right. We are boring men. Boring, boring men. We are. That's why we started a podcast. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> All right. Um, well, anyways, regardless, hopefully, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, you had a good uh, a Christmas season and uh, New Year, but... Um, a lot happened in 2016 in, in the Star Wars uh, universe, and a lot's going to continue to happen in 2017. So let's go ahead and just jump into um, to some news, and we will start off with um, some Star Wars Episode Eight news. And uh, I am going to refer to an article from The Hollywood Reporter, Star Wars Brain Trust sets a meeting to plot Leia's life after Carrie Fisher's death. Too soon. Too soon. To to meet or to talk too, about too it? Too soon. Or? Too soon. I don't understand. It's just they, they're plotting her life. <laughs> it's just too soon. Well, they got to figure this thing out. So, um, so Carrie Fisher's death, December 27th, has left a lot of disturbance. In the force, according oh, to the Hollywood Reporter. That's terrible. <laughs> I didn't write that. I'm just reading that. I part know. To you. I know you didn't, but you that's know? just du- that's bad. Well, that's all I got. So, uh, not it's not on you. Well, I feel like you're you're you know there's some resentment <laughs> there. No, not not in your direction. That's to them. <laughs> um, so, anyways, here's the deal. She had a um, she had an increased role. Their character did in uh, Episode Eight. And um, there were at least two key scenes planned um, in uh, in episode eight: a Leia reunion with Luke 
Skywalker and a confrontation with everybody's emo villain, everybody's favorite emo villain, Kylo Ren, um, her son, who killed Harrison Ford's Han Solo character in The Force Awakens. Now, are those um, scenes confirmed or are they speculated? Uh, well, um, I don't, I don't know, Brian. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, this rumor, I guess. I'm not sure. But details of those scenes, uh, fit into the movies remain unclear, but insiders say Leia was to have been a bigger part of episode eight than episode seven. Episode eight director Ryan Johnson has finished shooting, but episode eight doesn't have a start date. Both Force Awakens and Episode 8, I'm sorry, Episode 9 doesn't have a start date. Both Force Awakens mm. and I get messed up with my Roman numerals. I mean, can we just use, like, normal numbers? No? Oh, so you want Star Wars now to have uh, just a, a number. circular 8. Yes. Like, oh. Is that messing things up? It's so not, it's not canon. It's not canon, I know that. <laughs> no, Brian, you were uh, talking you were just throwing a hissy fit the last couple weeks about no opening crawl in Rogue One and now you want to change the Roman numerals, you're kind of a hypocrite. Well, aren't we all? Um <laughs> Anyway though, so there is so here's the here's the rumor what they're um what some people are saying that um the team is meeting um to talk about what, what they need to do with uh, the Princess Leia scenes in the movie. Um, as well as, you know, they're saying it's still time to grieve, um, to get together and grieve. People are still deeply mourning Carrie's death. But it says Leia could be written out in her scenes reshot. Options not heard of in Star Wars Universe. Rogue One went through a major overhaul and was met with glowing reviews and blockbuster box office numbers. Um, and then another solution is to use CGI effects. I don't see them doing either of those. So the gist of the story is... You don't see them writing her out? uh, No, you can't. Uh, So here's the problem is, obviously she's in the movie. We've been hearing, you know, even when she was alive, that she has an increased role. But, Mm -hmm. like we talked about on the last podcast, depending on how that story went, there's there's some issues, you know? Um, Right. If there's some key plot developments that need to carry over in episode nine... What do you do now? And it's not like you have the footage where you can manipulate it to say something else from her. Um, yeah, so they're in a bad spot, I, I feel. Hopefully, I know they'll figure it out. You know, it's a talented group, um, Disney and Lucasfilm. But, uh, yeah. Definitely have a task ahead of them. And here's the other thing is you do. have to see, you know, everybody was mad because you didn't get to see Luke and Han and Leia together in The Force Awakens, right? You never got to see Luke and Han together. Now you may not see, you know, this This is saying you have Leia with Luke, but what if all that they have together is plot points setting up for next the next one? You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah, I would, I would assume they can manipulate with edits and things where they still are able to you know, be reintroduced to each other after all those years. Yeah. You know, without, like, if she'll, oh, I guess I'll see you next year, brother. And then uh, that's the end of the movie. That would be a problem, but. It's almost like, you know, 
uh, this okay this is probably too soon but you know what uh, you know return of the jedi when she wore the bounty hunter's outfit you know the bounty okay yeah yeah, yeah. My, yeah. gotta bring it back oh put put someone else in the costumes without her face and well maybe something happens you know maybe something happens to her and she has to the character yeah. has to wear wear some type of mask I, I hate to say it but i don't know i don't know i'm just huh. throwing a th- an idea out there again our thoughts and prayers are still with carrie fisher and her family but we're just talking about the character in the movie now so i don't want to offend everybody but uh it is it is an issue that they have to figure out they do have to figure it out and hopefully it's smarter people than us are thinking about that. Right. Yeah, there he is right there. What do you got, B-Nob? It's just hard to speculate what they're going to do without knowing a single ounce of information about yeah, episode 8. Yeah, exactly. This is true. So, I mean, you guys pretty much ruined the whole segment you there. You don't even know how big of a role is in episode 8. How dare you. Right. So, and you don't even know, you know, they talked about episode 8 picking up exactly where uh, The Force Awakens left off. You, you don't even know. I mean... Episodes one, two, and three. The between the first and the second one was a ten-year time span, and between, you know, and then between two and three was the entire span of the Clone Wars. So I mean, I mean, it yeah. could be. You don't even know how how far in the future they could jump from episode eight and episode nine. They could really, you know, we're expecting them to be one long story right on top of each other. I mean, it could be years have passed, you know, between episode eight and episode nine. Yeah. We'll see. I am nervous. I'll be honest with you guys. I, you know, it's um, I don't know what they're gonna do, but I'm sure they'll figure it out. They're they've got too much money. I mean, to sounds a little impersonal, but to, they got too yeah. much money invested in Disney does in all of it to let something like this throw it off the rails. It won't. Um, it's I'm sure it's not their first choice. Obviously. Um, but it has happened, and it's something they have to deal with, and it's reality. So they'll make the best that they can of it, and it'll still it'll still be great. It'll mm. still be a, a wonderful movie because I still think that this is a little passing of the torch from your original characters to our new Daisy and John Boyega and right. Adam Driver and that generation. So I think it's more their story anyway. Obviously, she pay, she plays a big role probably and a mentoring role and. But, you know, eventually they have to pass it down. So they'll figure it out. All right. Well, thanks, Chad, for reassuring us. Um, appreciate that, man. Hey, man. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Adam Driver. He appeared on Larry King Now um, this week. Might have been last week. Don't know when. Wait, Pretty Larry recently. King's still on TV? He is. Now. Larry King Now. So um, he's still out there. Um, he was hesitant to give away a lot about Star Wars 8, but did share some insight into what fans can expect from Kylo Ren. Um, asked what aspect of Ren he is excited for fans to see in Episode 8. Driver said, fans will see more of Ren's humanity in the upcoming sci-fi film. Um, he said, I think this is such a general answer, but you know humanity. Even though it's very much a blockbuster movie, and I'm aware of that, there was no taking that for granted, and we were forced to be general. There were a lot of plot points that we knew were operating in the first one, 
Then we get to explain more in the second one to make both of them make sense. Um, he's also asked if Ren survives episode 8, to which he responded, Depends on what your idea of living is. Um, I don't know. Why, so there why you would you say that? Yeah, I think it. Uh, I think he turns. That, I mean, to me, that would illustrate that. Uh, well, I don't know. It's kind of conflicting. He says you get to see more of his humanity, and then you know, do you survive? Well, it depends what you consider living. To me, is forced ghost being alive still. <clears throat> oh, that's interesting. I kind of took it as you're more. You're pushed more to the dark side, you know. And then, are you alive at that point? You know what I mean. Or she just kept his mouth shut and not said that well, at all. You know, Larry King is a powerful man, and he just has a way of pulling Larry things out King of you. Larry King is a force ghost. Yes. Probably true. <laughs> yeah. Or he goes down the same road of his uh, grandfather and becomes more machine than man. Mm, that's a good point, too. Yeah. Hasn't Adam Driver also... Maybe I didn't maybe i heard this wrong but i thought i heard that he had said something that wouldn't it be great wouldn't it oh sorry no nope, beach boys wouldn't it be nice oh. wouldn't it be great hey nice if, job look at that <laughs> if if they never showed any trailers for episode eight and just released it without any no that's stupid he said that no i think that's stupid yeah i that? see i could be wrong but i'm pretty stupid. sure it was him that said it listen right. to me i, I live... think that would be okay podcasters no right. i hey. live let me let me tell you so i live for movie trailers not just star wars trailers yeah, I, I know mean, you do in movie trailers in general i i will not be late to movie trailers at a movie like i am to me sometimes that's my favorite part of a movie is just seeing trailers mm. i know it sounds weird but what are you going to say, B-Nob? Oh, I'm going to say if Chad is so for this, then he can make it a reality for himself and not watch any trailers of Episode Eight when they come out. Good. That's right, I'm Chad. I'm just thinking, I just th- obviously that's not going to be the case. They want to oh, prom- really? They want to promote it. But oh, I know they're going to promote it. But I'm saying if you're so for it, then why don't you just not watch sure. it? Sure. I tried to do that for Episode Seven. And you tried. tried not to see trailers. Yeah, I saw the first one, and I, I on purpose did not watch a few of the others. But I mean, it make me a little handicapped on the podcast here. But hey, you know, what else is new? All right, <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that's great. I don't know. I just obviously it's not what they won't do that. But I think that would be yeah. that would be awesome if they just as a company said no, no trailers. Episode eight, everything is secret. No one's going to get to know anything until you go see the movie, and everything will be first time for everybody. There's some merit in that that gets you a little excited. I know there is. Nah, you know what people would say, like, oh, what are they hiding? It must be Who terrible. Who cares? Who cares what people say? Blah, blah, blah. Everyone would go see it. To I mean, they would anyways, mm, but they mm. would be dying to see it, starving for information. And a little part of you inside actually thinks that would be exciting. A little, yes, all. it does. I'd be so You're angry. You're lying to yourself. I'd be angry. Anyway. All right. Well, moving right along. Um, let's, uh, you know, I, I found a, a cool article about um, Star Wars canon and uh, from geek.com. And um, and we all know when Disney took over, canon changed. Um, but this, this kind of goes through 
the canon timeline, including comic books. So, this isn't going to take long. I'm just going to read for you real quick. If you want to know the exact order you should be reading or viewing your Star Wars in, this is it. Okay? The first one... Chad, I need you to pay attention. I'm listening. First, I'm riveted. <laughs> first one is Star Wars number 26, the comic. Very first one. Yeah. Not Phantom Menace. No. No. Star Wars number 26, the comic. Why? Well, it's released on December 28th. Um, it's a storyline featuring Yoda from the journals of Ben Kenobi, who we all know is Obi-Wan. <gasps> you know, he tried to uh, hide with that name. But it's technically the earliest piece of new canon Star Wars storytelling to be re represented in comics, novels, or video games. How about that? Yeah. How about them bananas? Um, well, then next is Phantom Menace, everybody's favorite. Um, then, after Phantom Menace, comes another comic, the Obi-Wan and Anakin comic. It's a five-series issue. I have not read that Um I believe I own it. Chad, do I own it? I don't know. You would know. I buy all my comics from you. I, I um, only give you what you ask I do own it. Okay. Yeah, I do own it. But uh, I've not had the time to read it, but uh, I've heard it's good. It is a little wordy. You know how those Jedis, when they get together, they like to pontificate. That's what comics, Pontific comics have I I said words that word right. to read in them. Yeah. I don't like a lot of words. Huh. Attack of the Clones comes next. Excuse my voice. Got all a little excited. Um, then the Clone Wars animated series, um, and then this this great article. We'll link this on the Twitter. Um, this article actually gives the episode number and order it should flow because, sort of like the Bible for my uh, religious folk, um, you know, the Bible is not in order. Genesis through Revelation. Spoiler alert. Sort of, it's not in order. Um, the way it is in the Bible, so you have to actually flip some stuff around, and then it's in order. Same with the Star Wars, uh, Clone Wars animated series. The first one is actually episode two hundred and sixteen. Just like How the about Bible. Them apples? Just like the Bible. Wow, it's dangerous. All right, next then is Dark Disciple, the novel. Chad, you read that? I did yes? no, I haven't read that one. No, you I have it, but I have not read it yet. Uh, well, that tells the story of the Night Sister uh, Ventress and Jedi Quinlan Vos. Um, he attempts; they attempt to assassinate Count Dooku. Um, it was actually constructed using uh, unused Star Wars Clone Wars episode arcs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay, mm -hmm. then if you're following along, then you should be reading Darth Maul, son of Dathomir, comic, uh -huh. which I did read that. Um, then next would be. The next film, Revenge of the Sith film. After that would be Kanan, the last Padawan comic, which I did read that. Um, gives the story of Kanan Jarrus, who is from Rebels. Um, tells about uh, when he was a Padawan, what happened to his master during Clone... Uh, I'm sorry, during Order 66. Um, then you should read Ahsoka, the novel, which, Chad, you read that. Reading. We never got a follow-up. Oh, you're yeah, not done? Yeah, no, I'm not finished. I, I paused it for uh, Catalyst. Catalyst. Yeah. Then, after Ahsoka, the novel, comes Lords of the Sith, mm, that's a novel. Good one. You should be reading that. It's a novel where the Emperor and Darth Vader deal with 
Cham Sindula and his free Ryloth movement with some general empire. Oh, it's a curse word. I can't say that word, folks. I, I refuse. Just talked about the Bible a minute ago. That that's where but, the uh, Emperor and uh, some and Vader bad donkery bad donkery <laughs> chased down Hera's dad. Yeah. yeah. Well, I said his name. Right. I'm just making that connection. Okay. And then next, following right along, I should, this is very easy to follow. As I'm reading this, I'm realizing that uh, the Tarkin novel, which was not CGI'd, good mo- it was in print. Good novel. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it's great. Seems like it would be boring. No, not at all. No? Just about an old man, just kind of grumpy and well, it, trying to get power. It tells you where he came from, so he's not old the whole yeah. his whole life. We know where we came from. What's, what's going on? England. Yes, England. England. <laughs> That's good. All right. Then uh, Catalyst, which we've talked about, and I did read that one. A Rogue One story. Um, then next you would want to read Thrawn, the novel, which is not out yet. Oh, hold on. Right. Technical difficulties here. Uh-huh. Okay. Thrawn, the novel. This is the yet to be released novel featuring the recontextualized, but still popular legends character, Grand Admiral Thrawn. It's going to expand upon how the character originally ascend, originally ascended. I don't understand what that says. After Return of the Jedi is present in a pre-New Hope Empire. I realize that sentence I read made no sense at all, and I apologize. A New Dawn would be next, and I did... uh, I think I got through all that. And that is the story of how um, Kanan comes to meet um, Hera and gets hooked up into the Rebels crew. Then... Next would be Star Wars comic number seven is what you'd want to read. I'm not going to tell you what it's about. Star Wars comic number 15, Star Wars comic number 20. Then you would get into Star Wars Rebels, the animated series. Are we having fun yet? Following right along? This was a good idea. Then we have Rogue One, a Star Wars story film, which I thought I read uh, earlier today that we were talking about this last uh, week on the podcast uh, Rebels is two years out from Rogue One. I think I said it might be like a year right. out. It's two okay. years out. It's still close. Um, then after Rogue One, what would come next? Oh, didn't you miss Catalyst in there? No, you retard. Yeah. Oh, I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> Edit. Sorry. Edit. No, you dummy. He said Catalyst. Then, so after Rogue One would be which film? Chad Viss. A New Hope. There you go. Nice job, buddy. Then you would want to read the Princess Leia comic, which was a terrible comic. Uh, it's a five-series comic. Was not a fan. Then you would want to read the Chewbacca comic. <laughs> bad comic, one through five. Very good. Then Heir to the Jedi novel. Good one. Did you read that? Yes, that's the one. It's like a kid. I thought that was a kid's no, novel. No, that's the one where oh, that's the noodles. noodles. Remember? The noodle, yeah. Remember? If you want to hear about Luke Skywalker moving his noodle. No. That's uh, uh, Heir to the Jedi. The Force. Yeah. Hey, now. Uh, then Star Wars comic one through four. Darth Vader one through four comic. Um, Star. <laughs> then Star Wars number five. Darth Vader five. Star Wars six. Darth Vader six. This is getting. Uh, we'll be here for a we'll while. Hold down. on, boys. Star Listeners. Wars. 
8 through 12 comic. Then you got Darth Vader 7 through 12. This is if you want to read the entire Star Wars story in order. This is important, guys. Right. Someone's writing this down somewhere. Vader Vader down 1 through 5 comic, Star Wars 16 through 19 comic, Darth Vader 16 through 25 comic. I would love to read all the descriptions for you, but then we'd be here forever. We'd, I'd, this would be it. And I'd say, okay, guys, about wraps it up. Where was I? I got to start from beginning. I lost my spot. What's happening? Star Wars 21 to 25 comic. Uh, Chad's favorite, Dr. Afra comic. Just lying. Kidding. Lando 1 through 5 comic. Han Solo 1 through 5 comic. Battlefront Twilight Company novel. That's a good one. Chad, you read uh-huh. that? I did. The Empire Strikes Back film. There we go. Then the Return of the Jedi film. So nothing. Then, there's nothing canon in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Not at the moment. Correct. No. Wow. No. But what do we think is going to happen, Beanob? A new. Oh, I uh, I thought oh, the animated okay. series was going to be after answer, Return man. of the Jedi. Sorry, bud. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did say that, didn't we? Yeah, I apologize. I'm, mm-hmm. I almost said it again. All right. Shattered Empire 1 through 4. Aftermath novel. Star Wars Uprising mobile game, which I tried to play for like 10 minutes and hated it. Um, <laughs> Aftermath Life Death or Death. Aftermath Empire's End. Chad, you read Life Death? Yep. Did you read Empire's End? Not out yet. Oh, well. Did I guess you should have read the caption. That... It comes out. Uh, hold on, B Dob. Let's stay in order of uh, the timeline. Uh, Empire um, Empire's End comes out February 2017. Then Bloodline. Nice job. He you read that right, yes. Chad? Poe Dameron one through nine comic. Force Awakens film. And then that's it. There you go. Guys, lot, any, did you miss lot, anything? A lot of content that has come out canon in the last four years. Yeah, ton. Good point. If I can go back, if you guys missed something, yeah, the, if you didn't get to write it all down. The fourth thing, could you? What was number four? Yep. I got it. You don't think I have it? I do. <laughs> that was. Uh, hold on. Uh, I do. <laughs> let me guess. I think what that was the is. Darth. Okay. Well, I just let me guess what number four one, is. Two. Number one, oh, no. here's a review, folks. Number oh, one that? was the Yoda one really doing this? from the Obi-Wan journals. Number two was um, <laughs> number two was Phantom Menace. Number three was the comic ser- the Obi-Wan Anakin comic series one through five. And number four was Attack of the Clones. Wow, that's, that's impressive. He's right. Huh. Good job. All right. Anyways, I think that's pretty interesting. If you really want to get nerdy, you can read and view all those in, in order. A real good Star Wars so. fan that wants to know everything would know what all that is and try to access every bit of that. Like I'm personally I try to I'm trying to get all the novels, like all the books yeah. and read those so I know what's happening in between. But yeah, that's there's a lot of stuff there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna stick to the cartoons. <laughs> well, have you seen all the Clone Wars uh you know? Yeah, I've seen them all. Thank have you, it? Netflix. Yep. Hey, you know what? It didn't have the um, Attack of the Clones movie in there, though, did it? The Clone Wars movie. You know I'm talking about. Didn't they do a? Yeah, that's uh, in- or maybe oh, that. Yeah, they they included included that. Maybe, I'm sorry. They yeah, that it's probably in that list. Part. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Hey, what about right. the old Cartoon Network? Have you guys ever seen those? That's what we're 
that, before, that is it, before Star Wars or Clone Wars, the movie and the animated series came out, Cartoon Network did like a volume one of a volume two. I think uh, that's like this, like, the movie that Brian's talking about, animated movie that they did. No, no, no. They have the, like, you know how the the, the animation, the 3D animation? Yeah. They they was... did a Clone Wars movie. It was released in theaters. Right, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, that's what he's talking no. about. Right, right, right. But there is another two volumes of this, like, 2D. Doesn't count. And it's on Cartoon Network. Not canon. Not canon? I don't think so. Well, not now. Chad, just cut it off. <laughs> I don't think it's listed anywhere. Hey, you should join know. the I'm brain trust, Chad, since you're since you're the you yeah. Know. I'm waiting. On, Pablo. I'm waiting for my phone to ring. <laughs> All right. Um, so the Rogue One Star Wars story novel deepens the tale of hope. Oh, you're moving on. You're gonna. Oh, okay. I'm moving on. <laughs> Great transition, Brian. <laughs> Segway. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Um, so Alexander Freed's second Star Wars book, the novelization of Rogue One, manages not to choke on its aspirations. I get it. Who said that? I get it. Who said I that? I get it. I understand that reference. Darth Vader. All right. So, um, yeah. So, it's great. The viewers love seeing that because I can't. We don't have it. Um, so Freed, Alexander Freed wrote, uh, 2015's Battlefront uh, Twilight Company. Um, so he went and did the Rogue One. I'm going to read a couple highlights to you guys from the uh, book. Um, the majority of the story is told from the perspective of Jyn Erso. So there you go. Um, we find out we find out more about what she went through between the tragic opening scenes and the main story, along with the mindset that is uh, that was created. Um, Freed also attaches a compelling ongoing metaphor to Jin's psychological journey. This proves to be the most successful aspect of the novel. So the second major perspective is that of Rebel Alliance Captain Cassian Andor, who is tortured by the things he's had to do in his lifelong battle against the oppression. Um, fans will be happy to see that he carries the weight of his questionable actions throughout the story. We also learn a great deal more about Bodhi Rook. And we get to see his, uh, if you remember in the movie, he says he met uh, Galen Erso. And Galen Erso is the one that kind of got him uh, turned around, to say. So you get to see how that actually happened uh, in the novel. Um, so there you go. Um, it says the additional scenes range from throwaway to sublime. The best of these take place as the Death Star fires for the first time and reveals the human cost of the Empire's scourged orth policies. We also get another nice addition between some chapters in the form of Rebel Alliance and Imperial memo memos, which fill in background details on both sides of the conflict. So, anyway, if you're, um, if you're like me, and you felt like there were some elements, um, and again, I liked Rogue One, <laughs> but if you felt like uh, like there are some things that, uh, some details that you wanted to know more, or you felt like we were missing, it seems like the novel would provide that for you. So, Chad, you going to read it? Yeah, we have a couple copies at the comic store, so I will Did probably it? pick one of those up. Are they moving? Are people buying them? We just got them yesterday. Oh. So. Well, there you go. Um, so there's that. 
you know, I was going to talk about Darth Vader's castle. Um, there was a, uh, I think I'll find a way to do this at a different time, um, but we'll still link it on Twitter or something for everybody. But um, there was a, uh, an interview with the uh, set designer um, or the creative director, Doug Chang. Um, and he talks about Darth Vader's castle and um, gives some cool details on that. But it's a little lengthy, and I think I took up a lot of time on everything else. So I will say this, and I didn't get to mention it on the last podcast, that you know the, the whole Darth Vader scene in Rogue One, yeah, all of them really, every scene he was in, it really made me um, want to see a Darth Vader standalone movie. Hmm. Is that something you guys would be interested in? You think something they'll do? Um, as much as I'm an Anakin fan, um, I could probably go without it. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Chad? I think it'd be fun to watch, but it'd be hard to keep up that level of anticipation or that level of expectation throughout the entire film. So, I mean, I think those are best set for books, comics, because... You know, an hour and a half, two hour movie of just Darth Vader being Darth Vader could be pretty oppressive. I mean, it could be really awesome like it was at the end of Rogue One, but what else does he do in between? He sulks in his back to tank (laughs) or his meditation chamber and thinks of how angry he is. Slashes some rebels up. And he goes and kills a bunch of people and... Yeah, I mean, I don't think they would. It would be fun. Choke, chokes out a couple idiotic Imperial officers. Yeah. So, I'll pass. I will say this, though. Uh, with this new uh, Rebels uh, trailer, it really is going to close the door on an Obi-Wan movie being anything but relevant in live action. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh... Possibly. So that's actually where we're going next. Um, if you, um, we uh, on our Twitter and Facebook, and, and if you're a Star Wars fan, you've seen it by now. Star Wars Rebels uh, come the uh, first episode of the mid season three starts uh, this Saturday, uh, January seventh. And if you saw the teaser trailer, at the end of it, we finally get to see uh, their version of an old Ben, Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, and the scene basically is him at a fire in his uh, Jedi garb that he wears in A New Hope. And uh, he kind of looks up. You see Darth Maul standing there. And I, th- I think he says something like, you're in the wrong place, buddy, or something like that. He doesn't say buddy, but uh, <laughs> Sounds like friend, it. maybe, he says. But, no, uh, and then he stands up, draw, you know, lightsaber is out, and in a traditional Peace Obi-Wan sign. Kenobi pose. His, um, his Obi-Wan Kenobi peace sign. Yeah, so, but I was surprised that, you know, I kind of thought maybe they'd bring in Ewan McGregor to do the voice. They brought in um, a veteran voice actor and Star Wars stalwart, Stephen Stanton, um, to do the voice for Obi-Wan Kenobi. And uh, he's voiced uh, Obi-Wan as well as Darth Maul in the video game Star Wars Battlefront 2. Or he will be doing that. I guess. So, how many years has it passed since now? Since if this takes place two years before uh, a new hope, so 
How many years has it been since Obi-Wan and Darth Maul confronted each other? Well, ten years have passed between uh, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Three years passes between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. So that puts 13 years there. Plus, uh, there's another, what, 17 years? 17, 18 years? So you had another 16. So you're, you're talking close to 30 years since the, uh, since they have uh, confronted one another. How old was Obi-Wan right. in Phantom Menace? Uh, he was early 20s, probably 22, 23. Sure. So that would put him around... 50s. Yeah, in his mid-50s. Yeah. He was a little bit older because the Jedi Trials went... When you, you go a little bit older in the regular ones. I think, Anakin, I think uh, Anakin and his age group is an exception because I think they made a lot of Jedi Knights during the Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so if if he's uh, if this time period of of uh, Star Wars Rebels is about you know two years, maybe maybe by this point in the story a year out from uh, Rogue One, then you know a couple years later, this Rebels character is going to be in a New Hope. You know, so they're they're right there. He looks pretty good. What do you guys think of the animation? Yeah, it looks it, obviously since we've seen so much Obi Wan in the Clone Wars animation it's you just have to make him appear older you know than he is in those yeah. episodes and uh it looked he looked good yeah i think they did a better job aging the clone wars animated obi-wan into an older obi-wan than they did uh uh than they did rex from the clone wars mm. to, rex uh, changed a lot to yeah. Rebels. he was yeah. bulkier and yeah he looked much, a lot more cart. He looks a lot more like cartoonish. In I, uh, I also failed to mention that the Stanton, the guy doing the voice, he's also does the voice of uh, Admiral Radis on Rogue One, um, the Mon Calamari Admiral. Yep. So he did it so, as well in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, so he is part of the family there. But um, I, you know, I'm excited. I think. Uh, you know, we've been kind of talking about some of the boring episodes of the first part of season three, and there's, you know, there's only I think there was eleven episodes of the first part, and there's probably only four or five that kind of really advanced the story and everything else. But I think now, I mean, there, it it should be gangbusters. You know what I mean? Um, Admiral Thrawn, you know, according to the teaser trailer, was uh, he says, okay, now's the time, so we're gonna start to see him. Uh, act instead of just plot and plan um we saw saw Gerrera, um so obviously you know big tie-ins to rogue one they're talking about the death star we saw mon mothma was on there um a lot going on did we see uh sabine's mother was that sabine's mother um and that one part of the teaser trailer where she's uh you know she has the dark saber and she kind of holds oh, it up right i think so it, you know, because they mentioned something. Well, they mentioned something about her mother. If her mother will let her lead, yep. or, or or will she follow her, something to that extent. Right. But uh, and the only reason I bring that up is because of all the theories about Sabine and uh, yeah, there the goes know, being, the whole uh, Ezra and yeah. Sabine, yeah, and Obi Wan and Sabine's mom, and Sabine being Obi Wan's daughter. Right. So. Um, 
anyway, a lot of good things to look forward to. But so obviously, then is this the end of Darth Maul? The season. Yeah. If probably. anybody's gonna, yeah. If anybody's gonna take him out, it's got to be Obi Wan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so that's what I mean. Is he is he gonna be killed? Killed off this season? Yeah. Probably not this episode, but. Yeah, I'd imagine it's going to be in a few episodes. And there's going to be one more season. You know, maybe they hold that off till season four. Sure. But uh, but this will be it. I mean, there's no way he, he gets out of Rebels alive. No. there would. Yeah, you couldn't explain that away. Yeah. Um, we know Ben makes it, though. So, got that going for him. Yep. <laughs> no spoilers, uh, Brian. No spoilers. Uh, also, um, Dave Fioni also mentioned that, uh, you know, we know Ghost, the ghost ship was in um, Rogue One um, in the Scarif battle. Then also, uh, you know, you see it in the hangar. But he said, it, you know, it'd be nice to see on Rebels their viewpoint of the Battle of Scarif. Yeah, it would. So we might even lead into that That's, into the final season. That's kind of what I was hoping. It would lead up to Rogue One and you would see their viewpoint of it on the ghost and what their mission was, you know, and that's, right. that's how it, that's how this, that's how the show ends. It ends at that yeah. battle where maybe that's where Kanan and Ezra die or, you know, something like that. Yeah. So pretty interesting. Um, if you're not, you know, if you're just one of the ones that watch the films, that's good, but man, you really are, you really are missing a lot of good storytelling through the, uh, through the animated, uh, you know, uh, yeah. TV show. If you like so, Star Wars, don't um, not watch it because it's a cartoon, and you think it's for yeah. kids. You don't have to go. You don't have to go back and watch the Clone Wars stuff. You know because there's a lot of it. And try to catch up on that. You know I understand, but uh, you, you're still not too late to catch up on the Rebels goodness. But if you really do like Star but, Wars that much, to where you listen to this podcast, I, I would yeah. say we all recommend doing that though. Sure, and if you want to get into the comics. Uh, Uncanny Comics in South Dakota, you know, it's there for you. You call him up, you tell Chad what you want, he'll ship it right out to you. Give me your money you first, know? and then I'll ship it to you. Yeah, there's that yeah. too. Um, well, I think that's all I got for news. I have a poem. You know, I'm pretty pumped, though. I have a poem for you, Brian. Okay. Is this written by yourself? No, it's written by Anakin Skywalker. Ooh, I'm all pre Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker. I did a little. I was at the comic shop today, and we're doing some year-end inventory. So I've got yeah. to count. I literally have to count every single item that's in my store. That's what happens on inventory. Yeah, that's how inventories work. So I counted thousands, literally thousands of comics today, and and recorded the the price that we had them set at to get a you know for taxes. And yes. I had uh, episode three. Revenge of the Sith playing on the TV yes. in the shop, um, and I kept starting over. I'd play it, it'd go through, and it'd be done, and I'd start it again. I probably played four times today. Woo! It's a lot of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, and I, you know, I didn't watch it like consistently, but it was on, and it'd catch my eye numerous times. I will say, not to cut you off, Revenge of the Sith, one of my favorite openings to a Star Wars movie. By the way, the, the Starfighter battles. Yeah. Ah, I thought it was great. Yeah, it looks good. But so I'm watching a lot of pre-Vader Anakin, right? And we all know mm-hmm. B-Nob's favorite character is Anakin. He does a great impression. Yeah. Got a man Anakin. crush. Um, many, you know. So if you want, I'm not going to be able to do the impression that B-Nob was. But think of this 
in Anakin's voice as read by B-Nob. And I think it'll mean more mm. to you. So here you go. That's deep. Padme is like a rose. I destroy all my foes. Sand. Weird. <laughs> Why? It's just two lines <laughs> in. Seriously? It's kind of weird. Sand. Is... I, I, I can, I, I can I repeat feel like it you should you be weird. I can repeat it to you as if Anakin is reading it to uh, Padme. Okay. Well, it's not I, too. I, I, but it's I, just, yeah. I feel like you should be wearing like you know one of those uh, hats and the sunglasses and kind of snapping your fingers. A beatnik, how they call those? All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. So Padme is like a rose. You have to read it like Anakin. Though. Go ahead. You repeat. Padme is like a rose. Go ahead. Repeat it. Anakin voice. I'm gonna say it, and you repeat it as Anakin. I'm I'm thinking like Anakin right now. Okay. All you can think about is sand. I guarantee. Oh, it's coming. Sand Sand's line. coming. I hate sand. Padme is like a rose. Padme is like the rose. I destroy all my foes. All right, I'm just gonna read it. Sand <laughs> is what the those slavers are. Ahsoka is a shining star. Yes, yes, I, I was a slave. I try so hard to be brave. A young queen I will marry. She can be very scary. Dooku cut off my right arm. Obi-Wan did me harm. Ahsoka left. Padme died. Now I am a Sith, and I hurt inside. I can only snap with one finger. I'd, wow. Yeah, so... Where'd you get that from? Uh, the internet. Did you write that? The internet. I got it from the internet. I think you wrote I that. I did not write you're it. Just ashamed. I'm crying <laughs> inside. That was, that was deep. I didn't, write, I didn't write it, but I found it on the internet. The internet is a wonderful place for many things. So yeah, I just I, as I was watching the movie off and on, the one thing I did notice, and this just caught my eye tonight, and I was like, oh, I have to read that. But uh, from from episode three, obviously the prequels are, are looked at not as favorably as the original three. Um, but as Brian mentioned, favorite opening of the movie, probably the best lightsaber battles in all seven of the movies. Would you argue that? I would agree. I'm going to agree. And I was kind of, you know, it took, yeah, they didn't even, it wasn't even close to being as good in the force awakens. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. And there wasn't as much of it, but just obviously you have Anakin and Obi-Wan highly trained Jedi Knights in general using a lightsaber that they're real good at and their fight on Mustafar is just it's so fast and and it just looks obviously you know it's a lot of choreograph and and a lot of practice but it looks so good um before they get on the whole lava you know river and then then it gets a little, little less interesting but when they're in the base where Anakin killed all those guys and they're jumping mm-hmm. on the tables and force jumping across the room at each other and flips and stuff, it wasn't over-the-top flips, but it's just, it's it's good. It's good fighting. And when they do the force at each other at the same time and kind of like hit yeah. that invisible ball in the middle of their hands and bounce backwards, um, so good. So great. One, one of the great parts of that movie. Um and I just was watching and, that and enjoying that. What's that? And you had uh, Yoda and Palpatine. Yeah, and that was okay. That was I would say that's not as interesting as as the lightsaber fights. What? 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 Yeah. It, it's Yoda and Palpatine. Yeah, I know. 
Palpatine, yeah, I mean, was... Palpatine killed three Jedi like they'd never held a lightsaber in their entire life. Yeah, that part. Ah, yeah, he just stabbed through him. Just, He's like, just took him. Oh! His arms <laughs> I, flailed. I that was dumb. Do you know? Then, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you my other two favorites, which are really up there. I really enjoy um, Episode One when the uh, when the laser shield lets up yeah, off yeah. on Obi Wan totally. and he just no, goes at it with too. Darth Maul. Yeah. Yep, that's very. And uh, and another really good one for me is um, is when Dooku's right about to go down on Obi Wan. Uh, um, when Obi Wan when when uh, Obi Wan's laying there on the ground wounded yeah, and he's yeah, about yeah. to Anakin slash him down. It's in the way. Yeah. And Anakin jumps out of the way, and then Obi Wan throws him the other one. He's got two at one time and attacks yeah. the clones. And for some reason, yeah. he hits the power cable, so it's dark in there all of a sudden. But yeah, no, those are real right good. Yeah. That was cool. Those are real good. I like so, those. But just watching episode three, I, I made that observation. I wanted to mention that tonight. And then I also there's the the discussions and confrontations with Palpatine when they finally figure out he's a Sith, um, and when Anakin figures it out for the first time. Um, and we've, and I'll be knob has mentioned it before, and we've talked about it before. But his office, Palpatine's office, as the the Supreme Chancellor, and the artifacts he had in there that the Jedi just were clueless to, which blows right. blows my mind. And we have talked about how they become so, you know, oblivious to what was going on, and weren't serving the purpose of the true Jedi, which is where Anakin comes in as a cho- chosen one to balance the Force, but. Just to to research some of those things that he had in there, the the mural that's behind him, or the like the stone wall where when him and Anakin are kind of circling each other talking, um, is depicting a battle between the Jedi and the Sith. I think it was the Battle of the Hyperspace War or something it was called. And this mural was was made uh, to depict that battle, and the Jedi assumed it was him paying homage to the Jedi. Because it depicted a battle between the Jedi and the Sith, but it was for him to remind himself what his real purpose was to destroy the Jedi, just like the Sith tried to do in that battle. And that that mural, so to speak, was found on one of the moons um, of Yavin 4, um, around there. So it's it's a battle that took place even back then. And then he had four, he had a, what do they call it? They, they had like, basically it was like a jar, and it was used in Sith... Um, Worships and Sith rites of passages, um, and he had it just sitting out on a on a on a like bookshelf out in his office, and the Jedi had no clue that's what it was. And then the four statues that he had in his in his office as well, uh, which depicted four scholars from way 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 back when, uh, two of them being uh, people that explored the dark side of the Force. Um, and had some Sith tendencies. And inside one of these uh, statues is where Palpatine had his lightsaber. Uh, he had, and this is all from Wikipedia, he had his lightsaber um, buried in one of these statues, molten, you know, made into this metal statue. And when Anakin comes and confronts him, realizes that he's a Sith, you know, he draws his lightsaber first. Now, Palpatine basically talks him down. He puts his lightsaber away. He goes. He leaves. And that's when um, Mace Windu comes. But in between the time when Anakin leaves and Windu comes, he realizes that the gig is up. And so he uses the Force 
to turn his lightsaber on within the statue and melt the statue down from the lightsaber in order to retrieve his lightsaber out. And that's why when Windu shows up, he just comes jumps to his it comes um, out of his sleeve you know he's he had it up in there because he was ready to go he knew it was coming and he had retrieved it from where he had it hidden which was in that statue the entire time he was there so and it's uh, it's one obviously that he made it's his own darth sidious's own lightsaber and i just i mean let's go ahead i just think that's super interesting obviously again we've talked about some of that before and how they just the jedi had no clue but to know that he had those things there, the lightsaber was there. And then if you read the Lando comic, his personal spaceship has a room with even more Sith uh, artifacts in it. And he was he was a collector. Yeah, in the Lando comic, they steal it, right? So Lando goes to steal it, it, not knowing yeah. it's his. Right. Um, until right. he finds until he finds out what he's stealing. I think it's called yeah. the Carrion Spike. I think is the name of his ship. Maybe that was Tarkin's <clears> personal <throat> ship. I don't know. Anyway, super But we cool. are all uh, grateful for the moment when Palpatine kills Mace Windu, are we not? Yeah? Grateful? Okay. I don't know. I was. Okay. Worst Star Wars character ever. Oh, have you forgot to no. miss a Jar Jar Binks? I, oh, yeah. I okay. speak! Right. <laughs> no, that's cool. It, you know, I wonder, though, if some of that is they just... Uh, because the Sith hadn't been around in so long that uh, they didn't know. Yeah, it, why? But if you've studied, you studied, know, they know the history. Yeah, Yoda, you would think would should know his history. If you, He's been if, around well, for if Yoda, years. Yoda was never was Yoda ever in the uh, the office or whatever. You know what I mean? That's his, true. No, yeah, they, he <clears throat> Palpatine has a moment where they're all in there. Remember, they have a meeting Yoda's with him. Too. Yoda's in there. Mm-hmm. Windu's in there. Yeah, all the way yeah. in like Attack of the Clones, right? Too. They're all sitting like yeah. at his at his desk in his office, talking to him about the war and the clones and stuff like that. So they had been there, yeah. and they should have known. When you talk about some of this, about how you know, obviously we know the um, that temple or where they were at was uh, the Jedi Temple was built on top of a Sith, right? Uh, um, an old Sith temple, um, and that was causing some of this uh, blindness but also you know um what i read too was you know the jedi were never supposed to be in a war like this they shouldn't have been generals you know general obi-wan kenobi mm-hmm. and they they should not have been involved in a war like that and, and they're not soldiers so you know they've kind of they they were bounds. misguided through the whole thing yeah they 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 had no business being involved in a war like that yeah. Um, and so you wonder if that had played into it as well. Sure. You know, they were they were distracted even mentally because of this war. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And probably um, all part of Palpatine's plan, right? To drag them in and kind of distract yeah. them and get them separated. Off balance. Right? They're yep. all separated. So when Order 66 comes in, 20 troopers can take out a Jedi that's not prepared and has no backup. Right. Yeah. That's good stuff, Chad. Yeah. Nice job. So, well see, done, sir. the prequels are good. That's right. Well, hopefully these last two Star Wars movies, as far as the trilo- new trilogies, 8 and 9, continue to, you know, hopefully they tie in somehow, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they some, can do that. And, they, and there they, would be some good lightsaber fights. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, lightsaber fights. But they could tie back into the prequels with, you know, a Darth Plagueis being Snoke, you know, or... Um, something like that. Right. So, anyway, 
Good stuff. Bina, have you got anything? Yeah, I just wanted to, one thing that we forgot to mention, the Han Solo movie, that's our next Star Wars story coming out. It's yet to be titled. Yeah. Um, you know, it's being directed by the guys that did the Lego movie, but early talks this week of reports that Woody Harrelson is going to play uh, Han Solo's mentor in the movie, um, which would be an interesting role. I mean, he played kind of that mentorship role in the Hunger Games playing... Um, Hamish, which was Katniss's Everdeen's little mentor, uh, being a past uh, Hunger Games winner from District 12. So now he is in a galaxy far, far away mentoring future smugglers of the universe, um, huh. being Han Solo and Chewbacca. So he's in so, it for sure? Uh, it's early talks. Usually yeah. if it is early talks like this, usually, um, you know, they don't really report it unless it's, you know, a serious conversation. So most That's likely cool. he'll be in it. Um, uh, I got this, uh, here's some reports from Slash Film. Um, they wrote an article this week about it, um, giving their speculation on who, um, Woody Harrison could play. Um, their guesses is, is that they're going to bring another character in from Legends, besides just creating a new character, since that's been a trend, especially with, uh, bringing in Thrawn into Rebels, mm-hmm. um, that they have so many good characters from the Legends universe to bring into the story and make canon um, that creates less work for themselves or maybe just getting a character and brushing it up a little bit to make it um, a little bit uh, you know, worth it. Um, so the two predictions that they have is the first person is Garrus Shrink and he, he, or Garrus Shrike. Um, he's from A.C. Crispin's novel The Paradise Snare. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever read that one. Um, but it pretty much says that this guy, Garrus Shrike, um, took in a orphaned Han Solo and, ra- and raised him as home and taught him ha- his smuggling hmm. ways. Um, so that's more of like a father figure to him who raised him. Um, the second one is this guy um, called a- Alexander Bredore, um, a.k.a. Trooper. He's from the Han Solo trilogy, which came out in the late 70s, early 80s. And he's just a guy that met uh, Han Solo because I remember reading legend stuff about Han Solo in visual guides in different places. And I always assumed that Han Solo lived a normal life, uh, went away and joined the Imperial Academy, but didn't like it. So he kind of defected and became a smuggler. Hmm. Um, So in this story in the Han Solo trilogy, Han Solo is in the Imperial Academy um, ends up finding another um, this guy who's another imperial officer, um, and they kind of buddy up together and they become friends. You know, going through college, going through uh, the imperial academy before he bails out. So, just some speculation. I don't know if you guys have if you think they're going to bring somebody in from canon, you know, something from the Legends universe um, into canon, or if they're going to create a new character altogether. I don't, know. Yeah, I don't know how many people no know legends of Han Solo. I mean, I know obviously there are some, or probably quite a I few. Don't know. You know, it'd be weird about that movie is that a, that could be the first Star Wars movie where you don't see a lightsaber. Sure, right. You know, yeah, that's true. I don't know how they make him an weird. Imperial like to be in the Imperial like at least join because you would think he would have at least mentioned something to that fact in any of the four movies that he was in about right. being part of the Empire or how he got away from or being that. a part of the Imperial Academy. Right. Yeah, I went to school there and didn't like it or whatever. You know, you think there'd be some kind of mention of it. Right. 
So yeah. that's what when, I have uh, this week. Just keep thinking um, about that. Twenty eighteen is that when that comes out? Uh, yeah, no, yeah. It comes out. Yeah, twenty eighteen, um, yeah. and they're and they're deciding now whether or not they're going to have it in May or keep that December slot for a Star Wars movie every year. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you guys. This, this is something I thought the other day. So in um um. I can't remember which one we saw her in, but you guys remember Yaddle, mm-hmm. Yoda's... Uh, I think that was Attack of the Clones, right? Yeah, Yoda's uh, female counterpart. counterpart. Did you know she's 400 years younger than Yoda? Yes, I knew that. So my question is, think we could see her in an 8 or a 9? Or would that confuse people too much? I don't know. She wasn't that big got, of a character. I don't think they would notice her. She wasn't, but you could she bring got killed. Bring her out. She was. Yeah, she, she got killed in Order dead. 66. Because oh, Order 66. Yeah. I want to know how she died. She, they never. She did. She got shot by those stormtroopers. <laughs> she got she, she got shot. She was talking some. Well, how do we know? And so she got shot. Yeah, I forgot about Order yeah, 66. She's done. Yaddle is done. I'm that sorry. that little pad that little padawan tried to save her. That was running out after Bail Organa. He just couldn't. He didn't get there in time. Yeah. Did you know, you remember on the security cam when, uh, you know, Obi-Wan goes to watch the security cam at the Jedi Temple to see what happens. He sees Anakin fighting that uh, that Jedi. Yeah. Did you know they said that Jedi is supposed to be the one of the best lightsaber fighters in the uh, Jedi Order? Who was it? What's the name? I can't remember his name, um, but I, I did read that. I apologize for not knowing his name, but I, that's interesting. That uh, so you would think that fight would have been a good fight, you know what I mean? But we didn't get to really see much of it. So, yep. There you go. That would be interesting if we knew a little bit more about it. I apologize. Right. Hopefully they re- hopefully they release more episode eight news, whether a title or some photos or a trailer in the near distant future. Or nothing until December. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up episode number 26. Hope you enjoyed it. I had fun. Thank you, Chad yeah, you and b Knob. Thank you, Brian. Come back next week to hear the uh, sensual stylings of Chad Viss's poetry. No, that's um, not a thing. No? I thought we were starting a new uh, segment with that. Yeah. I was ready to stand on my table and say, oh, Captain, my Captain. No, that's your title. Got that right. Oh, wait. We just <laughs> fell into a trap. Uh, but thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Um, be sure to check out our Twitter, at Star Wars Rant Facebook page, uh, Star Wars Rant Podcast. Um, come back next week for another episode of Star Wars Rant Podcast. Come back next week. Until then... Have a great week. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. Bye.